Hello, it's Dave here and I'm with my wife, Kathy. Hello. You're listening to the city. That was a big hello. <laughs> well, this is our so, third take. Don't pull back the curtain. <laughs> I messed um, up the first time. Dave messed up the second time. We're tired. No, we always get it right first time. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to the Cinemile, where we walk to the movies. Today, we're walking to a movie. What's it called, Kathy? It's called Rampage. What's it about, Kathy? It's Stars the Rock. Correct. And I saw a poster where it looked like he was jumping between two buildings. No, that's skyscraper. Oh, how I ca- that's what we were going to see. How have you mixed this up with the other 42 rock properties that are being released this year alone? Oh, I'm actually really upset. I thought that's what I thought we were going to see a rock action movie. Yeah, this is a rock action movie, but it's not that rock action movie. When's that one out? <laughs> Every movie is a rock action movie. When is that one out? It's green. Uh, well, it's not out today. Sorry, I'm talking about a green man here. Not I'll tell movie. you that much. Oh, okay. Well, uh, fine. No, but hang on. Don't be disappointed because... Come on, there's a green man. I'm going to read out the... Um, don't tell me the synopsis. I don't even want to know. Oh, but the synopsis I is so good. I want to know. I want to be surprised I, and thrilled in equal measure by the um, movie. Surprise? Why are you talking like a movie poster? <laughs> well, I thought I was going to see a movie where I want to be leaps su- from building to building. <laughs> I want so. to be surprised and thrilled in equal measure. Four stars. Kathy Cullen. Um, right, I, come on. Let's wind this up very quickly. Introduction. I don't know anything about it. Don't want you to tell me anything. You literally don't know anything don't know about it. Anything. You thought we were going to a different movie. And um, so viewers know, or listeners know, um, we had a bit of debate tonight about going to this or Ready Player One now. I thought we were going to the one where he jumps between buildings which is why I wanted to go to this one but also Ready Player One's just too long the one where he jumps between yeah, buildings yeah um, Ready Player One like not to sound like a granny but by the time we got get the baby down leave the house it's quite late I'm knackered and it's like two and a half hours long so I know people have asked us to review it and we hopefully will at some point but it ain't today <laughs> It's more of a kind of... Also, I read the book and it's one of the worst things I've ever read. <laughs> so we'll see about Ready Player One. So that's why we're at this one. Anyway, um, look, get excited because I know... I am excited. I've seen the trailer for it. I did an Instagram story about on the cinema about this ages ago. Did you? Oh, I so don't read your shows, Instagram stories. Shows how connected you are with the actual I podcast we're on. No, your Instagram story was about him jumping between buildings. Yeah, I did that too. Oh, All right. over The Rock. Okay. The greatest um, living actor. I mean, we love The Rock. In the world. And now, funnily enough, I act, we're going to stay in cinema. And I'm pretty sure last time we went together to stay in cinema... I've been since you and I went to um, Geostorm with Nick. But last time we came to stay in cinema together, I think it might have been to see Baywatch, which we walked out of. So The Rock uh, has a bad history with us at Look, That's a blip in The Rock's yeah. uh, otherwise stellar <laughs> performance. Uh, all right, we're, let's, go, let's go see this movie that you don't even know what it's no. about. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Last night, George was seven feet and weighed 500 pounds. George, you okay, buddy? You're scared. It's okay. This morning, he's nine feet pushing a thousand. What's happening to my friend? Are you familiar with genetic editing? Changes will be incredibly unpredictable. Is he the only one? Oh, you didn't know about the 30-foot wolf? Right, we're just out of uh, the movie Rampage, not the movie Skyscraper, <laughs> just to be clear. But it was interesting because we were standing in the, the lobby afterwards there, and uh, on one side it was the trailer for uh, Skyscraper showing, and the other side was the trailer for Rampage. So everywhere you looked, it was just The Rock. And like, I don't know what Skyscraper is about. I now know what Rampage is about. And in Rampage, 
the rock does jump out of a building so it's actually the same thing like it's totally different uh, do you want to tell everyone what rampage is about now that you know so rampage is apparently based on a video game according to the credits and um is about it's an old arcade game in the 80s guy who works with primates played by the rock and he and then there's a he's a primatologist Kathy. <laughs> he's a primatologist and then there's like a baddie science company and they they're called Energine Kathy. they accidentally infect um, an ape a crocodile and a wolf with this um, pathogen Kathy. pathogen that makes them all like super big super aggressive and like self healing and also they can they're kind of genetically modified and, um, Why did they do that? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And the rock's <laughs> it best friend. Matter. <laughs> the rock's best friend is the ape, and his name is George, and they've got a very beautiful relationship. Yeah. So basically, the rock and Naomi Harris um, set off with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. She plays. I think her character is called Science Lady. Science Lady. I liked her. You know, I think she's really good. And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is doing a Billy Bob Thornton impression. No, 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 no. Billy Bob, the director just told him, okay, do Negan from The Walking Dead again, if you don't mind. No, we said do Billy Bob Thornton from any movie ever. Yes, but this, well, whatever, there are similarities there, but this is like just Negan from The Walking Dead for anybody who has seen this. Oh, okay. Just imagine that character again. Like, he just basically walked off the set and I looked He's up, basically the antagonistic FBI agent. That's all you need to know. Plot synopsis done. I'll tell you something else. They, they filmed uh, this film in Chicago and in Atlanta where The Walking Dead is filmed. Oh, part, I would have thought scene. they just filmed it all so, in front of a blue screen. Yes, probably a lot of that was so, done. So, overall opinions on this movie for me was... First of all, I actually enjoyed it for a Friday night popcorn flick, which is what it was. I my overall experience was one of enjoyment. However, it's, <laughs> it's really not, it's not a good movie. It's really bad, and <laughs> it's a shame. It could have been better. It had a lot of you know good elements, including a good cast. But it and you know I over I overall enjoy that kind of nonsense gobbledygook kind of silly premise. Generally, it's the kind of thing I'm into. But it just there was too much bad stuff happening that I couldn't forgive it like there's like massive time jumps that make no sense there's see look it appears like scenes are missing there because are at se- one point the rock is walking along and then the next moment he's in handcuffs and we're like excuse me if your protagonist is going to be handcuffed at some point by the FBI like, that's probably something you should show the audience yeah there, there are there are uh, massive plot holes in this movie there are uh, interlinking scenes that clearly were left on the chopping room floor so it's an interesting situation where the movie uh, both cho- you can see visibly where they had to chop a lot, a lot out while simultaneously the movie is too long and has loads of pointless nonsense in it well it's funny because so, um, you know I don't like a long movie and that's why I didn't want to go to Ready Player One for many reasons other than that it just looks terribly boring but this almost to me didn't feel long enough because it was moving along too quickly and I was thinking actually this could have well A done with just being better made but B could have done with them leaving some of those scenes in no I disagree the, this movie um, moved at a, at a rapid pace and kept going but about 60% of it was pointless the whole middle bit was pretty much pointless so badly you've got set up in the middle and conclusion at the end uh, and then the rest of it is just uh, we'll talk about it in spoilers but it's, it's largely nonsensical this is for anyone who wants 
I mean, if you've seen the poster, if you've seen the trailer, it's a big monster movie. It's a basically s- like Godzilla or King Kong or anything like that. I would say it's nowhere near as sophisticated as what those movies can be when they're done right. Uh, this is much more in the line of um, a sci-fi channel movie. I was thinking Sharknado with, as I watched yeah, it. This is like, a... It's cheap looking Like at one point Now granted I know The Rock Is probably fabulously fit And loves doing All his own stunts But at one point He jumps out of a plane And then There's just Blatant GoPro shots Of The Rock Parachuting And I'm like I get it That The Rock Yeah they borrowed them From his holiday snaps Yeah it's just like We understand As an audience That clearly the, The Rock actor Did this And therefore you wanted To capture it on GoPro But it's so jarring to be looking at something that's like of cinema resolution cutting to that resolution and then it's so jarring when they're blatantly in front of the blue screen or the green screens or whatever that like the scenes that just look so fake and then the scenes where they try and pigeonhole humour in it really falls flat and like you know The Rock we're big fans of The Rock in this podcast and of course this is much better The world's greatest living actor much better than Baywatch we'll say that but he just even he like he couldn't carry it like Naomi Harris is probably the best thing in it and now we have to talk about the worst thing in it, which is what's her name? Okay, Mayla uh, Ackerman. So Maylin Ackerman. Oh and, my god, um, she's shocking. An bad. actor called Jake Lacey, who people would probably recognise. He pops up in a lot of things. He was, uh, he had a pretty uh, significant lead in in Ro- in Girls, the TV show, the Lena's on him TV show. Yeah. He shows up in a lot of comedies. He's a very fine actor. I, I, I actually like. He's a very likable. Yeah, I really like him. Person. He makes a very good. Um, romantic lead in a lot of things yeah he does um, he makes it very good that guy but like, he, oh that guy I like him he is absolutely the worst He's thing shocking. in this movie no no she's He's, worse she's worse okay um, The Rock the greatest living actor in the world Maylin Ackerman doing her best to, to be the opposite um, she's absolutely mocking this and now she ev- is everyone, shockingly bad but you know I already knew she was shockingly bad everyone everyone um is bad in this if, like it, this movie's bad no Naomi the, Harris the writing, yeah but that's my point the, the writing is bad everyone's doing their best to deal with being in this movie but somehow everyone elevates it except her who just cannot pull off this dog shit she's so bad but anyone who watches the TV show Billions of which is one of my guilty pleasure will already know how bad an actress she is because she absolutely ruins Billions as well and again it's a movie where everyone is out of control hammy acting and the dialogue's terrible or TV show that's completely hammy and ridiculous and everyone pulls it off except for her and she's mortifying to watch like I cringe I find it excruciating to watch her trying to act and then in this movie again she just she's so bad and it's not just the direction in the dialogue it goes beyond that and I know this sounds really mean but I don't understand how she gets cast in anything she's I know no, we, and, and now we sound like we're being very mean and she's a she's a person and a real person and, this and of course profession. she listens to the cinema and, no 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 but this is it's actually important for, for anybody who critiques anything because it's very easy to say oh my god the, uh, Ryan Johnson ruined my life and you see that a lot and he's a dick and people abuse him on yeah, Twitter I'm not saying she for, ruined my life I'm just saying well, I, come on I, let me, I'm making a point here I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm saying fanboys and the internet uh, are, are polarise everything and then they, they, they enrage people and everything is either this it's either the best thing ever or it's the worst thing ever and people get victimised because she's just a person doing her job um, but I guess we're here to say 
to, to say what, what we thought of how she did her job and she didn't do her job well so in a way it's in a weird performance evaluation um, <laughs> uh, so you know it's uh, you know we're not going to be able to keep you on Malin in an already bad movie she manages to make every scene she's in worse do you know yeah? how, can we agree on that do you know how she, what she reminds me of that level of acting uh, from like cutscenes from Command and Conquer games from the 90s uh, if anyone remembers that weird reference but sort of like video game cutscenes with real actors uh, on PC games in the 90s that's what we're talking here she's dreadful um, but do you know what I love dreadful things when they're bad like this movie is just about so bad it's it's good uh, when I, mean, I got, enjoyed it I'm glad I'm actually glad we went to see it it was fun yeah it was I fun I mean it ticks do you know what it ticks the prerequisite boxes of having um, a military commander who has ignored everyone's advice uh-huh. uh, and has um, this isn't a spoiler because uh, it doesn't matter and it happens and it in every movie confirm- ever and this is the best cliche in a movie and has gone ahead with the military strike god damn it go ahead with it and now he spends the whole movie in a room watching a screen and saying these words in, there's a sequence where we see him and he says my god <laughs> followed by then when they win the day I'll be damned. Spoiler stream. And including ignore. I mean, if the rock bursts into your lair to give you advice, you take the rock's advice. I would just say that's what you should do. Jeffrey Dean Morgan had some classic cliche dialogue as well. He says at one point um, to that military commander, the sceptical military commander, about the rock in Nightmare House, he says, these two people are probably the most qualified people in this world to tell us about this monkey and this wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you know when the animals were all like super injected or whatever and they became massive? To scale, it made no sense because the wolf was bigger than the ape? No. No, the answer to all your questions, Cathy, is CRISPR. Okay. Um, Because that's what... Naomi Harris is is scientist lady and she comes in very early on to deliver uh, the exposition to rock the Mr. Rock who won't understand so she t- literally explains to him you see there's this thing called CRISPR which for anyone um, listening is actually a real thing and it's very very interesting and, oh I didn't know that yeah no 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 it's like but so this is this is a classic movie thing of take a drop of like real world science and then extrapolate it uh, add nonsense equals movie gobbledygook and have character open a Wikipedia page about That's, it that was my favourite thing <laughs> she's trying to explain it to the rock she says this thing called CRISPR and then she takes out her phone and googles CRISPR and, yeah. just, and what comes up is not like a web search uh, of, of results it's like a catalogue of different animals and all their abilities which are obviously going to feature later in the movie it's perfect and then of course as the movie goes on it's like the rock's not just a primatologist he's like an ex-army ops he stops animal poaching he's like you know <laughs> the, the muscular man with the heart of gold and it's funny watching the rock because actually for most uh, of this movie he's fully clothed and when he's just fully clothed he kind of just looks like first of all he looks it's the first time i've ever seen a movie where i'm like oh he looks quite old now and secondly it's in normal clothes he actually just looks very overweight obviously by the end he's taking the jumper off and you see all the muscles and stuff but if you just passed him on the street he, you, I don't think you'd realise the beast that lies beneath. Uh, I feel like the beast that lies beneath is another uh, rock movie which is coming out <laughs> this fall. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than... Okay, we go to Spoiler Street now before we get on the train. But um, I just think as a fun Friday 
popcorn flick I enjoyed it I think me and you are particularly primed for this movie because we love this kind of silly nonsense we're so, primate <laughs> so I would probably recommend our listeners don't go and see it despite the fact that we quite enjoyed it uh, look I terrible. will say don't pay full price for this but because uh, but, quick shout out to uh, View Cinemas who don't sponsor this podcast but uh, and we're not really a fan of the big chains usually but um, they, we got these tickets two tickets for only £13 which like anyone um, who lives anywhere near London knows that usually at, at it's least 13, 14 pounds 13, ticket. Yeah, it's really expensive. Actually, I to went go to, to the, the view in uh, Leicester Square to see a quiet place, uh, which is another episode we've we've had up recently. That cost us eighteen pounds each. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, whereas we, uh, this view in Stains, FYI, everyone, um, five ninety nine a ticket for every film. Except on Mondays when it's four ninety nine apparently. They're, and they're going big on this, and I think this is the future of cinema. Get people in because we spent that much on. Snacks we well, didn't I need did. anyway. And I did that classic thing of ordering like a Coke and a popcorn, and then they say, You know what's only 50p more to go large? And I go, No, no, okay. 20p. 20p. Like, and then d- I the ate it. The economics of that don't make, make any, any sense. sense. But it's a great idea because it's actually the busiest I've ever seen that cinema, and it's usually a quiet cinema. So it makes sense to like, get people into your. Like you just have these theatres that nobody's in normally. Um, all right, we've just crossed over the tracks onto spoiler tracks. Yeah, spoiler tracks. Um, so. Firstly, I'd like to discuss the sort of the the sign language that uh, the Rock and George were doing throughout, which yeah. you know, a nice little touch. They were able to communicate. They're best friends, of course. Um, I've seen this before, as a lot of you will have in Congo, the '90s um, action film with gorillas, uh, no, in I've which never seen that. a gorilla is, speaks in sign language. Um, and her name is Amy, but she's got a little Nintendo glove robot okay, thing, which translates what she's saying into a voice. Mm-hmm. And I'll never. But my favorite part of that movie is she keeps going um, uh, to the female protagonist, ugly lady, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it's I could really think of throughout this whole movie. But there were whole segments of this where The Rock is um, obviously saying what to us as he's signing yeah. to, to George what he's saying, so we know. And he's giving George very complicated instructions. And at one stage, I I, I wrote this down. He said, um, George, we've got to stop these things before they destroy the city. Okay, Mm -hmm. that was his instruction to George. But all he did was, now this is a podcast, you can't see what I'm doing. But he had one hand and he just made a little circle like this. (laughs) (laughs) George is a very intelligent being. He's been injected with this super, super drug. I don't know sign language, but I'm pretty sure that's not the, uh, the sign for that. Um, in terms of spoiler tracks, I like what you did there. Um, in terms of spoilers, my kind of only point to discuss really is so so the villains, right? The siblings, the evil siblings. In terms of motivations, I would say were entirely unclear. So they f- were working in space where they were developing this freakish um, thing to do with animals. Then somehow accidentally... For reasons unknown. Reasons unknown. Somehow it accidentally got launched into Earth and hit the three animals we mentioned and then their plan after all this was now they haven't they have an, an, an anecdote and and antidote antidote which doesn't stop them growing because the animals are growing and growing and growing in size it just stops, them being, stops them being aggressive and then they say right how will we get them the antidote what we'll do is we'll create some sort of sonar call to them using of course bat DNA that's been in this um, <laughs> in this thing and then we'll build a radio tower on top of our skyscraper which is in the middle of Chicago <laughs> and which they we'll, could have put anywhere we'll lure them to this point so all three of them are going to arrive here and then 
we'll give them the antidote then which is tiny like about the size of like our podcast recorder so they've no way of they haven't figured out how to administer this they may vaguely mention that the army can kill them and then they'll take their blood as dna and sell it like none of that makes sense right okay fine then you think put all that aside that doesn't make sense clearly what these two will do now being the billionaires they are is that they'll leave and they'll get their lackeys to do this no so they, not only do they stay, but um, Milan Ackerman actually goes and changes into a fabulous red dress, which is like really tight, kind of aspirational boardroom dress that you would wear. She's like full lipstick, her hair is done, everything's doing. They're, they're feeding a pet mouse, which we never know why they're feeding this mouse. And then they're all about saving the mouse to the point where they then go to the top of the roof of the skyscraper as the helicopter's arriving to take them away and then they just arse around for 20 minutes including a scene where they shoot the rock dead I say that in quotation marks now we know at least 40 minutes left in this movie when the rock shot and they don't see we don't see him die so when he shows up in the next scene to rescue Naomi Harris are we supposed to be in any way surprised that the rock has shown up no we're not it's pointless that whole thing was pointless what How was they- fun though was when the month they put the anecdote in her bag and then the an- antidote why am I saying anecdote I'm so tired they're putting the antidote in her bag and then the um, ape eats her George eats her <laughs> that, yeah, was that was a nice scene um, I thought that was fun um, yeah look this this but movie the, is, that, is, oh no, here we go oh. Dave does this every time I, we come I, here he tries to get on the wrong <laughs> I train I think that's our train um, another point how did The Rock know about the airstrike makes no sense nobody told him sense. about the airstrike maybe Jeffrey Dean Morgan like, te- oh, texted maybe him or something he did on his satellite um, phone yeah. and the other thing in terms of um, in the end usually these movies will get me kind of emotionally you know these big action movies like for example um, this director whose name escapes me Brad Payton he also made every other movie San Andreas ever. loads of movies with The Rock weirdly when we looked him up but he made San Andreas and honestly San Andreas is a movie that I thought was pretty for this genre pretty decent this is nothing on San Andreas because there was quite emotional stuff in San Andreas with his daughter and his ex-wife and things like that this at the end with the rock and the A just <laughs> left me cold like I mean to the sense where I could at least be vaguely invested in them this was like actually I didn't even like that ape I found him really obnoxious and misogynistic and really vulgar <laughs> and when they were doing their laddish banter I found it really annoying yeah it's for 12 so I really it? didn't and it was funny because there was two kids next to us who couldn't have been more than 10 these two little boys and they were laughing their heads off at this ape like yeah. they were just so excited by him this movie would be great fun if you were 13 yeah I think um it was a funny thing because there were, I don't know what the classification was but there was some bad language in it but then some of it was bleeped out so like motherfuckers was bleeped out but shit was left in it wasn't bleeped out they did the classic thing of well, uh, bleeped out with noise just before yeah. the, so the, I guess it was maybe 12 but um, yeah anyway I, I, that's really all I have to say about it it's just I, there was no emotional impact for me I found the humour the kind of laddish banter between him and the ape like genuinely annoying and I did find it annoying the way a couple of times The Rock was kept calling women like ladies and kind of implying that um you know, you shouldn't curse around ladies or whatever. I find that stuff really annoying. Um, and Naomi Harris is, is too good for it. And The Rock was too good for it. The the script is poor. There's four people on this. One of them is Carlton Cuse, who was one of the showrunners on Lost, uh, bizarrely. Okay, weird. Um, but the, the script is all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's incoherent. Uh, none, of, none of the... None of their... And, um, scene to scene stuff doesn't make sense like no completely jarring Jeffrey Dean Morgan is at one minute he's in a military base yeah. then he's in the building 
uh, confronting the guy yeah. in this weird scene. Then suddenly he's back at the military base. And why would Jeffrey then Dean he's Morgan back at this building again? Like it, it, it makes no sense. And the military base is not in Chicago because in the military base they're talking about dropping a bomb on the city. They're not talking about dropping a bomb on themselves. They're watching it through like a telescope. <laughs> yeah, so he's traveling like hundreds of miles. Every, every and why did minutes. Jeffrey Dean Morgan go to the base of the building with the so-called kind of radar thing on top of it to arrest them? Now, in the middle of the building collapsing, the yeah, it makes and the, again the mouse in the cage is there, and we never find out what this mouse is for. No. So I thought the mouse was the antidote. Like I was waiting for something to happen with the mouse, and then just nothing happened of if it. The movie is is if a movie this stupid is confusing us, then it's the <laughs> movie's fault. Um, I did enjoy the scene, though. as I said, it made no sense that one minute the rock's just there, and next minute he's being handcuffed on a plane. It makes no sense. But then later on, he just rips the handcuffs off with this like sheer strength. So that was quite fun. My favorite little touch is the at the very very end of this movie, after George is good and he plays dead or whatever, and there's a little moment where he starts like. Uh, helping people out of buildings so yeah. he, puts his, he puts his hand up and this, uh, to the third floor and this, this man a survivor from the wreckage of the city like steps onto, onto his, his hand. hand and he kindly puts him back down and you're like oh what a touching moment but right, hang on a second <laughs> why would that man <laughs> he that a minute's hesitation steps onto the hand of yeah, the gorilla thanks. that just moments ago was destroying yeah, the because entire he saw city. George having his laddish banter <laughs> did we see a movie last year like on this podcast where there was like giant animals in like Vietnam. It was King Kong. Look. Oh, we saw so yeah. we saw a remake. Okay, because I, I was watching this. I feel like I saw this really recently. That's a that's a that's a better example of how you can elevate a monster movie. Yeah, that was also great fun, silly, had all these elements, but actually had like a banging soundtrack, some really inventive visuals, and it looked good. It didn't look this looked cheap for a movie that you would assume in a very big budget, and it had a great setting. Like that's that's elevating what the monster genre this is doing nothing it's doing nothing this is this is subpar and we keep um, forgiving the rock but i don't know if we should keep forgiving him oh i could he watch the rock in anything yeah, he's great in this yeah but what's okay oh and what's we, his end game like what's his career plan is it just to keep churning out shit like this despite being one of the that. biggest paid actors in the world like i'm fine with that he's use the, your platform to do something interesting no like, he's the, the best Arnold thing he's Schwarzenegger ever done. of the 21st century we need this we need we need an uh uh a silly action hero who's the same in every film and you know what kind of film you're going to get with but him. he's an intelligent guy like he could he could be in better movies than this like what's his Terminator 2 if you're going to reference Arnold Schwarzenegger the best I've ever seen him in and it's a cartoon is Moana it's the best job I've ever seen him do I, I don't know I don't and know I don't know how much that. credit he can take but I do know that as I've said twice already he's the greatest living <laughs> um, let's wrap this up here I just think he needs to get beyond the physical you know and not just be oh look all the jokes are about my muscles and I'm really strong and I can do you know physical things I think there needs to be more to it than that I, I did I did enjoy that um, this movie also had the prerequisite scene where uh, a girl tries to come onto the rock but he does not uh, engage have you noticed that? That happens in the Fast and the Stay. Furious movies at soccer games. There's always like somebody tries to, to pick him up because he's so irresistible. You, um, what's funny, I was thinking this early on in the movie and then I forgot because obviously the movie is just so outrageous. He's always very sexless, the guy with the rock, isn't he? Like you just kind of referenced there, but he's he's always an asexual character. Like he's I don't know if I've ever seen him with any sort of romantic interest in anything yeah, that true. I can think of. And Maybe like, he writes that into his contract. Well, maybe he does because it's quite it's quite unusual in these sort of movies to never have any romantic connection with anyone, um, including 
like the Fast and the Furious, like you said, like even Baywatch when we saw that. And or now chemistry. I'm struck, I'm struck, he, he's no chemistry. He doesn't tend to have like uh, romantic chemistry. The with best chemistry either. he had was in a movie we half watched and gave up on with Kevin Hart. They were quite good together. Obviously, we couldn't finish <laughs> Actually, the movie because yeah. it was so dull. Oh, it was pretty bad. I can't remember what it was called, but listen, we should wrap it up. It was, called, uh, it was called CIA cop comedy <laughs> movie. I think. Um, we should wrap this up. Okay. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. We're whispering now. It's one of these new trains. Ago, I was the loudest person on the train. One of these trains that has no carriages. It's just really long. So. No, it has carriages, Kathy. All trains have carriages. Oh, that well, just, there's no doors between, doors between yeah. them. Um, thanks for listening. Um, if you made it this far, you probably didn't. I don't think anyone is going to go to this movie. Well, judging by Stain Cinema tonight, it was pretty yeah, busy. That's because Stain Cinema is five ninety nine <laughs> for every take. I really sound like I'm advertising. You really do. But dear God, that's great value. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'll be damned. <laughs> the Cinema was brought to you by View Stain. Except it wasn't. We've just given them a whole episode of free advertising. <laughs> um, well, we did get extra popcorn for 50 pence though, so they're the bigger fools. Them. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We are on the socials. Go see us there. We're at the Cinema on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And you can subscribe to us on wherever you're listening to podcasts yes and if you're on Apple Podcasts please give us a quick review uh, it really really helps us get found it really helps us but you know what actually would be really nice if what we always be really nice Kathy. if instead of well as well as um, subscribing to us on iTunes would be to recommend us to a friend that would be nice wouldn't it if someone asked for a podcast recommendation or just give an unsolicited podcast. <laughs> yeah, like what, you what you do is, here's you, I'll, I'll feed you the script, all right? So you get into work on uh, Monday morning, and everyone's like, oh, what'd you do over the weekend? And it's like, oh my God, I listened to one of my favourite podcasts. Uh, it's called <laughs> you The Cinema. You started by going, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you have to say, no, no, you do it, you do it like the general in this movie. You say, oh my God. <laughs> no, no, you don't say, oh my God, you say, my, my God. God. <laughs> I'll be like, damned. Um, but anyway, that's what you do. And thanks for listening. We hope if you go and see Rampage, you like it. But we recommend you don't go and see it. I've got an idea. Okay. If you recommend uh, this podcast to a friend, we'll give you a 20% uh, discount. No, I'll tell you what. If you recommend this podcast to a friend, then we'll uh, guarantee that they can get £5.99 uh, <laughs> film tickets at The View in Stains. Yeah, we will. Um, okay, <laughs> That's bye. That's cinema, I promise. Bye. <laughs> bye. It, it's okay, Amy. Where? Ground. Where? Ground. It's fine. We're flying. We're going to the jungle. Amy wants green drop drink. No. Amy wants green drop drink. All right. All right.